And a big welcome to each of you who are tuning in today. My name is Pastor Nathan Thurber, and here's what's coming up. As I mentioned just a few moments ago, we will be partaking in Holy Communion together a little bit, just a few moments' time. So get your bread ready, get the cup ready as well. Uh, but also, we, we'll be hearing from Pastor Peter Youngren, just returned from Indonesia, and he has a special word for us. So we'll be be doing that and we're gonna we will have a time of prayer together uh, this morning and I believe God has a, a powerful release of his miraculous power for your life today we're gonna jump right into the scriptures right into the Word of God there is a particular passage of scriptures found in Psalms chapter 91 that gives us promise of protection for our lives. It was written thousands of years ago, but I believe that the promises presented in Psalms 91 are as relevant and as alive for us today as when they were, when they were written by the psalmist those thousands of years ago. And in this scriptures, we find a place of safety in turmoil. And I could say that the world we live in today is in a time of turmoil. Thinking of COVID-19 and the coronavirus, it seemingly turned the world upside down. But I have a message of hope. I have a message that I believe that it releases power into your mind and heart today. So let's start reading Psalms chapter 91. And I encourage you to get out your Bible wherever that it is that you are or however you access your Bible, if it, even if it's on your phone. I hope you're not watching. If you're watching on your phone, you may need the, the old-fashioned Bible. But go to Psalms chapter 91 together. And I'm going to start reading right in verse 1 where it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, he shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord... He is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my God in whom I will trust. You know that word refuge? It speaks of a place of shelter. It speaks of a place of safety in times of trouble and in times of danger. And the psalmist, he invites us on God's behalf to Come to God to find shelter and safety in times of turmoil. And I'm encouraging each of us today to do that with what's happening around the world. And he says, trust in this promise. Trust in God's ability to protect and to see you through the storm. And I believe that, that there is a place of protection, safety, security, rest, and peace for you and I today. That yes, there may be the world turning upside down, people are panicking, giving in to fear, but you can be a person of rest, a person of peace. Yes, giving compassion to others, we don't look, but, be, but, but, but being secure in who you are and what the promises that God has for your life. Verse 3, the psalmist continues, and he says, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You know that word deliver, it speaks of, you know, my dad works for Canada Post. He delivers mail. And, uh, you know, a, 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 when you deliver mail, you're given a specific assignment. And you, you're told this particular package has to go to this particular address. And, and it's the person's job to deliver it safely. Well, 
When God says, I will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, that means that he says, I am going to personally take it as my responsibility to hand deliver you from the place of danger to the place of protection in the secret place. God has taken that responsibility upon himself. And he says, I will, I will make sure you get to the right address. Now, I'm not saying God is take, changing your address today. It's speaking of spiritually or in that sense where God says, yes, you might be surrounded by danger, but I will ensure that you are delivered, hand delivered, God says, to the right place. You can rest in that promise today. That promise hasn't changed because the news has changed. The promise is as sure today as it was when it was written. And I, I, you know, we're talking to each other. I'm talking to you, I should say, through the camera. But let's have a little bit of interaction as well. And I, w- I want to encourage you, wherever you're watching, just say, God will deliver me. I want you to say it again. Say it strongly. Say, God will deliver me. Say it one more time. Say, God will deliver me. Why I, why I want you to say it is because sometimes we need to hear ourselves say it. You know, you know if you turn on the news, you just, it's in 24-7 bad news. And I'm not saying we stick our heads in the sand and ignore and pretend it's not happening. I'm not saying that. But sometimes we've got to hear something different. And to hear ourselves say it, and to say it boldly, God will deliver me. He'll hand, he'll make sure I get to the right place. You know, it just does something. And, you know, I've, I've experienced this in my own life time and time again, that yes, we don't deny what's happening, we don't deny reality, but I've discovered in my own life that the fear or anticipation of evil or something bad happening to me, the fear of that, it's worse than the something that might happen. I think that's what's happening even now. We don't deny reality. I'm not saying that for a moment, but I'm saying the fear of something can be worse than the something itself. Theodore Roosevelt, a famous president, said the only thing to fear is fear itself. And so so this promise today from Psalms chapter 91 is a place where we can find rest and peace. And it says, don't worry. It says, let's go on. You know, let me say this as well. You know, God has seen you through in the past. I said that at the open, but, but you know, think about how God brought you through. In the year 2000, I remember we were panicking, or some people were panicking. Y2K would collapse our economy and collapse, but God saw you through. Do you know that, do you remember back in 2000, West Nile was sweeping, but God saw you through. You know, you're still here today, you're watching me. You see, God always brings you through. SARS in 2003, but God protected you and he saw you through and he's the same today. I remember in 2005, the, you know, the bird flu or in 06, E. coli, and we don't make light of these things. They were very real. They hurt people and think that's happening today, but God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He protected you then and He's the same. In 2008, I remember, they were forecasting the whole global economy would just collapse overnight. Well, we're still here today. We're still alive. You're here today. You're, you keep functioning because God is your, with you. He loves you. He protects you. I tell you, we can take hope in this promise today. Verse 10 in Psalms chapter 91, the psalmist says, No evil shall befall you, no, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. He'll give his angels charge over you to bear you up in all, all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up. Bear you up. Do you know what that speaks of? It speaks of remaining cheerful in the midst of adversity. You know, that's sometimes hard to do in the middle of adversity. I've been there, done that. But you know what God says? You know, in this place, it's a place where even in the midst of adversity, this secret place, in the midst of adversity, 
we can still remain cheerful in danger. I believe that for your life. And he concluded it, verse 16. He said, with long life, I'll satisfy you and I'll show you my salvation. Can I tell you something this morning? Number one, sickness, evil, COVID-19 is not from God. I, I, I hear so much being said today. It, it roils my blood. But can I tell you, it's not from God. God is not the author of evil. God is our protector. He is our place of refuge. Psalms 91. We see time and time again being written in Psalms chapter 91. God is a place of refuge in time of trouble. Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives my iniquity and he heals all our diseases. God is the author of health not sickness. He's not the author of evil. In the book of Exodus, God brought his people out and the psalmist said there was not one sick or feeble among them. This speaks of God's will towards us. Jesus, who was a picture of the Father, he said, no one has seen the Father unless you've seen me. And Jesus went about healing all who were sick. He didn't pick some out and say, well, I think God's will for you is to be sick. No, Jesus healed all indiscriminately. Sickness, evil, it's not from God. And it's at times of crisis where sometimes we can begin to lose our focus on reality and begin to listen to these voices. Maybe God, maybe this. No, God is a good God. And we don't change that message based on what's happening around us today. No, God is for you. He's not against you. He's a place he is a place where we can come in time of need for a refuge and hope. The scripture says that Jesus destroyed the works of the evil one and in the, he went about doing good and healing all who were sick. It's very clear that it's the evil one who's the author of sickness, disease. God is our remedy in time of need. But people say, but Nathan, and I see the chatter is so so much. People say, but, but, but Nathan, is, if God is in control, then why does he allow this? Or, or, or maybe God is trying to teach us something, so he's bringing this. Let me be clear. And I can only give so many examples from the scriptures in the short period of time we have today. Romans chapter 5 and verse 12. Again, you can go to the scripture on your own there. It says, through one man sin entered into the world and death through sin. Death speaks of evil. Death speaks of sickness and disease that we may encounter in our lives. And where does it say the death came from? Well, it says very clearly that death came through sin. Sin being our wrong choices. Sin being turning away from a loving God. But sin being the consequences of man's own choice. And so I say, yes, God is in control ultimately, but God has given dominion and authority to this world that we live in to mankind. Mankind vacated that to the evil one through wrong choices. But you see, 